I just play basketball, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, as, as good a basketball player I am, I'm a bench player. I, I never lose track of who I am and what I bring to the table for this basketball team. You know, sometimes when you kind of get out of character, that's when you start worrying about the wrong things. I'm not concerned with any of that. I like to win games. I'm at the point in my career where I, winning is really important to me. I do enjoy scoring the basketball. I do enjoy doing my thing on the floor, but I enjoy winning more than all of it. That's the sound of the horn. Welcome to a brand new legendary Clipcast. I'm your host, Chris Kawild, and with me, as always, is Burbank Hank. It's so good to be back. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy December. We're coming into the Christmas season. We're back home for the holidays in Staples Arena, beautiful downtown Los Angeles. And what a big win for the Clippers coming back, coming off our holiday trip. You're back from Hawaii. I'm where the Clippers were perfect while I was in paradise. We had a seven-game win streak. Oh, boy. We stumbled in San Antonio, and we just won two in a row in our little homestand before we hit the road big time. We are going for two full weeks. I mean, what's exciting right now about Los Angeles basketball is it's that we are— It's the epicenter of the universe. The, you know, the L word is number one. And we're we number are two. We are number two. And now we both have something to prove, right? The Lakers had a little bit of an easier schedule coming in. A little bit of uh, an easier schedule. And now they're going to have to play some teams that have some winning records. We are going to go on a huge road trip. Yeah, and we play some bumps. Uh, we play some bumps. Play some good guys. But it's still a road trip. Doesn't change the fact it's a road trip. I talked to Pat Patterson about going on the road on our new segment that's coming later, which is a movie review show starring Patrick Patterson. We are next level right now on Clipcast, aren't we? A bit called Pat Flicks and Chill. That's I what like I'm calling it. it. I interviewed Paul George. I interviewed the big guy, Fiondu. Oh, boy. I'll tell you the takeaway from interviewing Fiondu. I realized that Dukembe Mutombo is his uncle. The family likeness is uncanny. Yeah, and fee yeah. for three tonight. Boy, he was perfect. Oh, amazing. He missed zero shots. That's he right. went 100% one one. from the field, 100% from the three, because he shot one three. And, he and his buddy, FSU Noel, FSU semi-Noel Terrence Mann, had a oh, great boy. night. Played man. a lot of minutes. You know, he only, Man, you're the man, man. Man, man hit a man three. Man only came up with five. Fee hit a three. He only came up with five points, but the truth was that Intangibles. Man, he Intangibles. was really hot on the court Nasty tonight. on defense, too. We had a great, great W versus the ghost of Carmelo Anthony. We saw Montrez Harrell break Carmelo. I say it was a non-foul P.S., you know what? Mello went up for the dunk. You're not gonna get me on board ragging on Mello. I like I'm not. Him. I'm not ragging on him. I like him. All I right. just saw him die tonight. That's yeah. all. I saw his spirit leave his body. When Montrez came over him with that dunk, there was a moment where it seemed like his spirit left his body and then went back into his body and then he climbed up off the floor. I agree with that. So Mello goes to dunk. Trez is not having it. Don't come in my paint, son. I thought he got the ball first, which I thought the rule was if you get the ball first, everything that happens afterwards is legal. You don't understand basketball <laughs> rules, and that has always been a problem for this so, podcast. <laughs> so he literally jumps up, denies Mello. Mello falls on his back. His spirit leaves his body as he rolls over face down and dies. I literally <laughs> thought he was going to die. No, he didn't, though. He's he great. didn't die. He, Player was, of the week. Was it surprising to you seeing Carmelo, Carmelo play live? How much spring he has in his step? How how like it, it's insane he he that he didn't play the past year. He, well, it's insane that Jamal Crawford is not currently playing. 
The NBA sometimes can be insane. Yeah. Some ticky-tack dumb team like uh, Indiana. All right, whatever. They're actually a good team. Good but, like, team. take Charlotte. You're trying to tell me Charlotte couldn't use Jamal Crawford's star power? You, you, Jamal may not want to play for a team that's not a contender. He's got an agent. He don't want money? He don't like money? Jamal does but, just but fine. My point is Melo should have been playing while he sat on his butt counting his money for the past well, year. You know what, though? Let's be fair. Trying to film self-tape auditions for his wife, Lala. <laughs> blah, blah. Carmelo Anthony has a reputation of being a little bit of a... Dave? Yeah, a bit of a div, a bit of a um. Div is a good term. Div is Pritz, Pritz Sods. <laughs> it's a saw. Pretty saw term. Uh, he's got a, a malcontent. Dave. That's the word I was looking for. A malcontent. Malk. Uh, he's got a little bit of a malcontent reputation, uh, which is a shame. He's definitely a ball hog. He's definitely a shooter. All of that, but he's been looking nice, right? right Western I'm a... Conference Player of the Week led led the Portland Trail Blazers three and zero in his yeah his sure two of those were versus Chicago. Yeah, to be fair. Me, you. We actually could beat Chicago. Manny, Oliver, whatever heck his name is on Twitter. Whammy. We went to a Bulls game in Chicago when we beat the fans. I'm just saying we could literally do a Twitter contest where you and I say the first five people to retweet this get to play the Bulls with us. <laughs> and we could win one out of two. I, I'm pretty sure. Anyway, look, the Clippers you know, are the you know best. Our, you know our big fan, Ricky Chu. Probably would retweet, and if you have him on the floor, oh, he's great playing the Bulls. He's a very good I, I really player. like him legitimately. He's a good, good basketball player. I think good between guy. the three, me, Solid you, fan and Ricky, of the show. friend of the show, Ricky Chu, shout out. Me, you, and Ricky would be a great big three versus Chicago. Oh, I like that. We're not big. No, but like I mean, just in stature. <laughs> Wait, I don't mean in stature. I mean in swagger. Anyway, regardless. Speaking of swagger, you know I'm a numbers guy. I always tweet out, and here's why I'm going to expand upon this before I go to Paul George, giant superstar, on the show tonight, and I talk to him. I ask him a question, he answers it in full detail. And there's a masterful bit of editing you're going to see anyway with Lou Williams. Toot, toot, you tooting the horn, Chris. I kind toot, of, toot. Kind of, kind of tooting my own toot, horn. Toot, toot, oh, you ah! You finally well, I, well, look, toot, yeah. toot. Okay, so maybe I toot my own horn, but I'm not toot, toot. I'm not literally toot, uh, tooting. Maybe I, I toot my own horn means you are admitting it's a toot, toot. What a classic toot, toot. Toot, uh, toot. Fine. Toot, toot, Hank. <laughs> yes, I finally got you, you son of a gun. I'm a numbers guy, yes. and I'm the one who's tweeting out after every game, 20 down and 78 to go. Because literally, you got to play these 82 games. You have to play 82 games yeah. to win it all. P.S. They all matter. They all matter, and you have to play all of them, yeah. okay? You have to play 82. You can't not play as the Clippers, as the team, they can't play eighty and make it to the playoffs. Oh, and also, we got to get through all. Jokes 82. aside, Western Conference is for real. It's not like the 100%. Eastern Conference dumpster fire where you can go five hundred and make the playoffs. Now, once we play eighty-two games, we're a lock for the playoffs. Then we need sixteen wins to get that chip, to get that Larry OB. Okay, that's true. so that's why I keep saying, after tonight, now I guess it's twenty-two in the till, and. 76 to go, my birth year, 76. Because, look, when it's all said and done, we're not going to just play 98 unless we sweep our way through the playoffs like I'm predicting going 16 or no. Of course, I always do. What interests me is how many games is it going to take? We have to win those 16 to get the chip. Well, look, man, here, here's the thing. As long as so we, we have to play those 98 games is my point. Right. But it, it'll likely take over 100 games. Right, but here's here's the beauty is that first of all, not one single Clipper tonight reached 30 minutes on the court. Pat Patterson, huge. Um, we we both noted watching the game how 
sleepy Kawhi looked. My sweet boy needed to go to sleep. Really, He's tired. Really, His sweet baby He needs really nap. was not trying hard. And I mean, of course, it, of course, he sure. was trying hard. We're talking but, about professional athletes. But you're saying but he's leaving some in the till because he's a smart person. I he knows what it takes. I felt as though we were watching. He knows what it takes. And Paul George, like, I will admit that I never watched a ton of Paul George basketball prior to this season. Sure, he only we only saw him two or one time a year because he used to be on Indiana and then he was on whatever. Okay, if you see. would give me one word to describe Paul George, it would be? Please give me, Paul George, a description in just one word. Nonchalant. Oh, I he is smooth. so nonchalant. He flat-footed shoots. He shoots threes flat-footed. He is so darn talented. So and I tell you, on the last game, we're not getting wear and tear on these guys' bodies. Is my point. So last game, and I mean two games ago. Obviously, the last game we just wiped the floor with Carmelo Anthony's ghost and C.J. McCollum and Dame Lillard and the Portland Trailblazers. Where we are now, I believe, a perfect two and zero versus, or at least certainly two and zero at home. That could really add up in the postseason. P.S. Agree. And I think we only played them three times. Regardless. The game before that, Hank, you weren't at. I was. We played the Washington Wizards. The four horsemen, as Brian Seaman calls them. The four horsemen. Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Lou Williams, Williams, and Montrez Harrell. The four horsemen. They outscored the Wizards in the first half. Just the four of them. Outscored the entire Wizards team. And by the end of the match, scored 110 points. Just those four guys. I asked Paul George about it. Take a listen. Paul, you, Kawhi, Trez, and Lou combined for 110 points tonight. Uh, At the half, you actually, the four of you outscored Washington. Can you describe what it's like having those three guys riding with you? Can't do no wrong. Can't do no wrong. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's great. It's great to be out there with those guys. It's great for us to log minutes and get chemistry being out there. Um, you know, it's fun. You know, it's fun. It's not a lot of pressure when each individual has the ball. Uh, we all are great with it, with, our, with it in our hands. We're going to make the right decisions. Um, you know, it's, it's tough. It's tough to scout against. You know, we all got different play styles. We've all played differently. Uh, we've all been focal points in the offense, in our careers. Um, and, you know, now we, we all have to learn how to play amongst each other. And, and um, you know, roles are different. Roles have changed. Roles are, are you know, just, it's, it's we all have come from different programs. So um, it's, it's, an, a bit, it's a bit of an adjustment uh, for all of us to kind of get on the same page. Um, I think we're doing a heck of a job where we're at so far, but uh, as you know, I mean, it's, it's always more work and more improvement to go. Uh, but I think we're in great shape. Uh, we could be really special. Uh, that's the thing. We we haven't practiced, uh, but yeah, we're still clicking and we're still finding ways to score. And um, we're finding ways to, you know, Doc is just doing a great job of, of finding ways to just get everybody going, finding ways to put them in their good spots. And, um, you know, just having this flow offense where uh, the players kind of dictate the shots. You got three guys that's averaging over 20 points a game in the last three seasons. Then you have Trez, who's coming into his own. He's averaging nearly um, 20 points a game as well. You know, and and I think we've all come from three different teams where we're used to having a basketball in our hands. And you put all those things together, you kind of gotta take a back seat to other guys at certain times of the game. You know, so I think that's just a natural progression that. You just have to build out their chemistry where everybody's on the same page. Well, I mean, Lou's smart. Um, Lou knows when to shoot. He knows when to pass. You know, he and Paul started out their careers as point guards, you know. So they both have played that position. 
you know, they vote for scores, but they also know when a guy's open um, and, and they make the right play. You know, when um, it's two on him, he ends up making the right play. Or he's, uh, him and Trez have a great team, two-man game. Trez is making those baskets for him. And he's kicking the ball out. Uh, you know, I, I've seen that in the past, and um, it's, it's not a surprise to me. You got a chance to throw the head to Paul George or Kawhi Leonard. You really smart on your part to do that. You know, that doesn't mean they're going to shoot, but they're going to create so many people coming their way that it's going to open it up for everyone. You know, once once uh, you see one of your guys get hot, then you obviously want to feed him the ball and you know see how much uh, he can make in a row. Second time in 21 games where you scored 150 points. How special can this team be offensively after you guys get practice in? Uh, I think it's just going to take time, um, just learning each other, uh, and, um, you know, playing in these games. Uh, we're still up and down. Sometimes our offense is stagnant. We're not, you know, pretty much running anything or doing early quick shots uh, without moving the ball. But um, you know, it, it could be special. We have a lot of scores. Uh, guys can make threes. Uh, people can space out the floor, and uh, as well as our defense, uh, we're just getting out and getting easy points. Those four guys are so great. Oh I, 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 I feel like I'm living in a dream that we have Kawhi Leonard, two-time NBA it, Finals MVP. It's an embarrassment of riches. Spoiler that, riches. That Clippers Twitter will not shut their butts about. Are we going to be able to keep Montrez in the next season? Like what a what a luxury. I know. What a luxury that we're worried about next season. PS these cannot possibly possibly be OG Clippers fans that are thinking about next season cuz all the, the OG Clipper Clippers fans Live are so happy to not be He's playing 14 a games under 500 at this contract year. He played so well. We're going to pay him. We're going to get him paid. I, I think we him. go into the luxury tax and we just pay him. Yeah, and he doesn't want to leave. Lou Williams takes less to be here. We know this. Yeah. I think Montrez is going to get paid very well and take a little bit less and still get be a multimillionaire. I wouldn't. I probably will make more than Pat Beverly is my guess. But look at how well we paid Pat Beverly. Champions get rings and then take a little less to get more rings. Agree. That's what's going to happen. Lou Williams is like... He's got a commercial. I just saw a commercial for, like, I don't know, Realtor.com or something, but it was a great commercial, and I was so happy. And Lou Williams took a little less money to stay here in L.A. under the bright, bright lights of Hollywood, and now he's got a commercial that I just saw. Clippers fans, I wish I wish right now you could see Chris Kowild mm. with a toothpick in his mouth like Go a on. riverboat gambler. Yeah, well. Where's the, what's with the toothpick in your mouth? Well, I don't know if you know this, but... <laughs> I'm a riverboat gambler. Oh, no! Yes. A big paddle boat? A big steamboat. Oh, a fancy southern riverboat. Well, I like to play roulette. <laughs> 17 is my number, sir. You're an idiot. Great to be back here in the Vivid Seats studios. Oh, we love them. And I'll tell you something. If you're going to do some riverboat gambling, you don't even need a riverboat. You're going to get the Vivid Seats app. But this is not the commercial for that. That's coming later in the show. Oh, fair enough. We may be the second best team in the West, okay, behind the Los Angeles Lakers. That's what the records say. But we are the best team in the building. Here's why. 13-1 and at Staples Center. The best home record we've ever started with ever since back in the Buffalo days. It's the best start in franchise history. We're 13-1 and in the building. That number one team in the West is 9-3 and at Staples Center. Amazing. We're 13-1. and They're 9-3. and We play them. And we beat them. We play them again in Christmas. And I think that we will be, at that point, number one. And they will be probably number three. Look, Chris, we're, we're going to 
have numbers like this, as long as we have players like Paul George going 6 of 7 from 3, Patrick Patterson going 5 of 7 from 3. Mm, Pat uh, Patterson. Our, our, man, our man Pat Patterson had a great game tonight. Well, He, he really did. He lit it up because he knew. I tweeted out all day today 19 about points. his new bit because he loves movies. Plus 17? I'm a darn movie star. You're a fellow actor on Netflix's Prank Encounters. You're a huge movie enthusiast. You love it. I love the movies. I'm a cinephile. And so is Pat Patterson. And this is our new bit, and it has a theme song. I'm excited. It's a very good bit. It's Pat Patterson. Pat Patterson hosts Pat Presents, A can Night I, at the can Movies. Can I set this up very quickly? Please don't, do. Don't forget Please that do. Pat had a movie screening of Gemini Man which before the season. Stinker. Which apparently was a stinker. You didn't no, like it. Not one clipper wanted to talk about it. Pat Patterson talked about it on Clipcast about how it was a it was a wash. It was not great. Talk about it. Look up our past episode. Find it back there on the old podcast. Sure, sure, sure. You should listen to all our podcasts. Really shouldn't rate us and all that good stuff. Uh Uh, But let's get to your new segment. I'm really excited. about It's called Pat Flicks and Chill, and it has a theme song. This better be good. It's pretty good. You're a big movie buff. You had the day off on Thanksgiving. Did you go to the movies? Yeah, we went to see uh, Just Mercy, Michael B. Jordan, Brie Larson, Jamie Foxx. That's a heavy one, true story. Right? It was a heavy one. There was a couple of tears shed by other people in the theater. Not, not me, you. But it's a good movie. I definitely recommend it. Once it comes out, people check it out. Okay. And I know you wanted to see, I believe, Queen and Slim. Queen and Slim, yep. Saw and, that last night. Okay. And yeah. Knives Out. Haven't seen Knives Out. Plan on seeing Knives Out tomorrow. Queen Slim's epic, yes? Queen and Slim is phenomenal. Really? It is such a great movie. Well done. Um, just one big question is, like, I understand there was a time where people navigated without GPS and maps, but this it's a little hard to believe now these days that people can get it from point A to point B over long distances without some type of map in their hands. But, you know, it's a movie. you got to get past that. But other than that, it's it, it hits home. It's hard, true facts, real life, love. Uh, just well done. I heard really good things about Knives Out. So yeah, I'm me too. interested yeah. to see your take me on too. it. Me too. I've heard great things about Knives Out, um, so i got to go see it tomorrow. How was your Thanksgiving? Great. Uh, spent time with teammates and loved ones. Um, well, I was able to eat good. I uh, was able to hang out with the guys, joke around, see a movie. So if I'm not with my family, I'm happy to be with these guys. You guys are about to go. You know, you got a home game coming up. You're about mm-hmm. to go on the road forever, like two weeks. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about that experience. In a lot of ways, I think it's better for the team because you're all together. Mm-hmm. You don't have the home hangups. Mm-hmm. You don't have all those expectations. You, you, you tell me. You know better than I do. Yeah, it's good that we're all around each other. Um, we're going to cities that we're all familiar with. Uh, I feel like a couple of us have played on these teams that we're going to. So just familiarity with that, um, us being around each other on the road, I definitely will increase team chemistry, team bonding, and hopefully that will translate over to the court. And um, just being able to, to play well on the road, you know, that's a huge thing. You always want to take care of home, but I think playing on the road and playing well and getting wins on the road is, is more important than taking care of home. This is the best home record the Clippers have ever had in franchise history. Mm. And you came in and got the 150th yeah, point. Yeah, I was very mad at that. Yeah, I was very <laughs> you, mad at that. You, there, were, yeah. you were three away from yeah, the record. There, there was people screaming in the crowd like, yo, we're just – the record's 152, 152. Right. I'm like, okay, okay. And you just hit a three. And I just hit a three. And then Good sportsmanship uh, Fee, Fee found me in the corner. I'm screaming his name. And it was too much arms, not enough legs on that shot. And I just, I was just so mad that I missed that shot. So but you mad. made the one to get to 150. Yeah, I made the one to get to 150, and I should have made that one. It would have been perfect. Well, I was, I was happy that you did uh, make that 150th. 
Are you gonna steal a way to see knives out before you hit the road? You're gonna see it on the road. Uh, I'm gonna try to see it before we hit the road. So if I can get it in tomorrow night, um, that'd be great. All right, man. Well, I am very thankful for you, Patrick Patterson. Appreciate that. Cheers. Pat Flicks and Chip. Pat Patterson, five for seven from three. <laughs> and it, Paul George, six for seven. It's now it's it's like a hand grenade. It's hitting you now. We pulled the pin and now it's hitting you. for 14 between those two dudes I wanna, from three. I want to really point out here, Clippers fans. We won nine out of ten. Listen. We oh, went, God, we're in good shape. We went 50% from three, and we did that keeping in mind that Lou Williams went zero for four. Mm. And we still went 50 And Kawhi had an off night. Yeah. and we But we didn't need him because we have an embarrassment of riches like you say. Oh, it's so We're good. going on the road for a giant road trip. And if you like to game, there's a big night coming up. Clippers at Milwaukee. Bucks, Cream City, MVP. your favorite. Cream City, those are great jerseys. Hey, listen, Jersey. You like it? Jersey heads. The, creams, the, the creams. Mavs jersey was like a Terrible. bad 90s snowboarding cartoon show. It was that. It was like break into electric boogaloo, the jersey. It, it was, yeah. Like it was it's not s- great. ski school, the jersey. Somebody horrible. designed that jersey and thought, this is so cool because it's throwback 80s hip hop and it just, it was terrible. What if I give a rich kid highlighters? <laughs> like it was horrible. All right, so anyway, <laughs> our next game, I believe is on Friday night. It's mm. Milwaukee. We got a lot of great road games coming up. That's a big one, Greek freak. So look, it's but what if you want to go? Miss what if you want to go? Game of the year, I think, for the road trip. It's the can't miss road game of oh, the yeah. year. So if oh, you yeah. want to go to Cream City, okay, you got to make sure you have your seat for the game with Vivid, Vivid Seats. Seats. It's, it's bas- Vivid Seats is basically the Cream City of seat apps. <laughs> That's what you just said. I don't know. At least one person has said that to me tonight during this podcast five seconds ago. Milwaukee is the hottest team in the NBA. Big time. We are the best team in Los Angeles. BT. So it is a real slobber knocker. And look, that's a huge statement game, which we got to win. So look, Vivid Seats is the best source for tickets for the events you want to go to. You can sort by price. If you want to only, like, look, I want to go see a show, but I only want to spend 50 bucks, sort by price. Okay? Or you want to look for the seats in the section in the row of your choice. I want to get down front. I want to get down dirty. Here's a key. Hey, my friends have tickets to the game. I really mm-hmm. want to go to the game. I want to be close to them. You can do that on Vivid Seats. Get the Vivid Seats app. To make things even better, Vivid Seats now has a loyalty program that allows fans to earn credit back. Vivid Seats rewards. And from what I understand, every four shows, you get a free sandwich. Is that true? No, I ah, uh, but I like sandwiches. So you treat me with that. <laughs> I Listen, gave you two sandwiches. Our loyal tonight. listener, Mike Delata, big Knicks fan. He used the system. He used the points. He got Lauren Hill tickets, and he was great in that movie, The Irishman. Go to the <laughs> App Store. <laughs> Pretty sure Mike Delata played um, the one of the Just old Italian guys. <laughs> Go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app. That's app with two P's. Not AP. Not advanced placement. Not AP, and also not uh, Associated Press. No. App We're not journalists. Piece. I think we've been very clear about that. App is spelled A P P. Did you <laughs> have to, to take, take a, a pee Did you have to go like a big boy in the potty? No one ever gives me a parade. I scream and yell when my son goes in the potty. I, I want to talk about the fan in front of. I, you can't call her a fan, but I want to talk about the people in front oh, of us. Lie. We'll get to them next. Fans segment. are automatically enrolled in the Vivid Seats Rewards loyalty program. Once again, every four concerts you get a free sandwich. Every purchase is backed by a one hundred percent buyer guarantee to get that sandwich from the biggest concerts and games to the hottest 
theater shows. <laughs> I know you love hot theater shows. And more. <laughs> Vivid Seats has it all. Download the app and join the Vivid Seats Rewards Loyalty Program today. I have a public service announcement for fans. A public service announcement. Uh, if you go to a stadium. And when it's time to buy, new users enter oh, you got promo more? code There's overtime. more? Oh, you didn't get the code? One word, overtime. You gotta enter overtime. overtime okay, so listen. To receive a discount of up to 100 clams, 100 simoleons, 100 whoppers. Which are meat sandwiches. Okay, so listen, fans, I have a PSA. Uh, and it's based on the people who were sitting in front of us tonight at the game. They were a pee-pee. If you go to a game and yeah. fans are behind you cheering, and I mean cheering, not swearing. No. We don't swear. We never swear. We don't swear at games. I don't appreciate people using foul language. And you may think I'm being facetious. I'm no, not. You don't. I don't appreciate swears. It's a family show. There's the kids NBA. around. Yeah, there's kids. If you spend an entire three quarters of the game giving dirty looks to the people behind you who are cheering for the home game while the person who is at the game with you puts their furry Han Solo Empire Strikes Back hood, hood up on. and then falls asleep. Feigns sleep. Just don't come to the game. Don't come to the games. Don't come to the game. You didn't, want, you didn't have to come to the game. It's a waste of the Vivid I bet app. there are Clippers game Clippers fans sure, would love listening to, to this right now sure, love to sit who would have loved to have sat in those seats. And they would have hooted and hollered with us. They would have cheered for the home team. Root, root, root for the home team. If they don't win, it's a shame. Literally every it's time. It's a sham. I was just talking to Fixes you about my in. day, and this lady turned around and gave Stink me a dirty eye. look. Stink eye. Stink eye. You're a handsome fella. I'm a nice guy. She was not a handsome woman. She looked like a guy. She looked like like if Cruella DeVille made all the wrong choices. Because <laughs> Cruella DeVille did make wrong choices. But imagine more wrong choices. Cruella DeVille was a little hot. Imagine if, like, Maleficent... Ate Cruella Deville, then puked up Cruella. But they're all both hot. Yeah, but the, the they're puked, both very attractive. The puked Cruella. <laughs> oh, Pukella. I don't think Cruella was hot. This Ooh. is your Clipper podcast. For you're you're like a Glenn Close guy. Oh, that's weird. A little. Uh, sure. I I'm not that. not a Glenn Close guy. I'm more of an Angie Jojo. Sure. Who wouldn't be? She's great and she's a humanitarian. I loved Mistress of Evil Maleficent too. I saw it multiple times in the theater. We haven't talked about basketball in about eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so look, I, I, I do get a little upset when it's an 82-game season. We're, we're never going to go 82-0 unless I move to Hawaii, which i got to get into, by the way. I've got a lot of great basketball stories when I was in Hawaii. I can't wait to hear about it. I watched all the games, which I always do, because when you go to Hawaii and you get their cable or whatever... You get local San Diego sports stations. I assume they send and VHS videotapes local... to the island yes, in a coconut boat. In a coconut boat, And yes, then they I... play them, and you yes. watch them four days delayed. I, I, I've, I've watched days. On a raft. I watched games on a Gilligan's, four days later. On a Gilligan's it island. Would take, it would take Flintstones. four days to get there. Four days. On a raft. In a coconut raft. On a raft. So they have local San Diego sports, and they have local L.A. sports. So I got to watch all the Clippers games in the comfort of my own hotel. The Clippers were perfect. A perfect 4-0 while I was in paradise. Part of that seven-game win streak. It was awesome, and we played awesome. So this is a great Clipper story. Okay. I go to the grocery store to get... I'm not going to go to the restaurant for every single meal. So I get the boy some uh, cold cereal, some Cheerios, and some milk, and you know, some snacks, whatever. I, I have two big grocery bags. I pull back to the campus of this beach in the Napili Bay. It's a beautiful spot. I pull back. I see this SUV with its lights on in the handicapped space, and the lights are still on. And I go, oh, I should probably tell that older gentleman that he left his lights on. And I go, eh, it's kind of a fancy SUV. I bet it's one of these SUVs that the lights turn off automatically. That's neither here nor there. The older gentleman is in the same small uh, 
hotel house that I'm in with 12 rooms. There's multiple buildings on campus, okay? He's in the same building as me. I walk up with my two grocery bags in my hands to my stairs, staying in the room just below me. I look up and I go, oh, hey, Bill. No. It's Bill Walton. Oh, my gosh. He's so great. Throw it down, big man. Throw I, it down. I literally just go, oh, oh, hey, Bill. I was so pleased to see him. He goes, great to see you, young fella. I love him. Isn't it wonderful here? I'm like, it, it. You're like a son to me, Chris. You're better than my son. <laughs> May I call you real Luke? So I go. Now, listen, as a youth league basketball coach and you have division a, commissioner, do you have a better record than Luke Walton? You oh, with check. Sacramento? Oh, I'm, I'm with going. A, with all teams combined. I, I, will, I will check that. And then this season. As a head coach. This season, I'm stacked. So I'll definitely, this season, probably go 10 and 0, 9 and 1. Hypotheticals. Regardless, I'll put that to the test. Toot, toot. I'm not tooting my own horn yet. Toot. Toot, toot. So, I literally go, oh, hey, Bill. He goes, great to see you, young fella. Isn't it? I go, oh, it's so wonderful here. Isn't it? It's so wonderful. I just love it here. I'm like, it's And I, I didn't want to chat his head off. He's going to bed. I'm bringing sure. up the grocery. I'm literally walking up the stairs just talking to him. I, go, I assume he wants to listen to the Grateful Dead on vinyl that he brought with him for the trip. Literally. Or old episodes of Clipcast. Sure. So he, I go, I'm like, it's just, it's so, it's such a great place to be. So good to see you enjoy yourself. Good night, my friend. Good night. So nice. Okay. Older, straight-laced couple, probably in their 60s. See him go. The guy goes, uh, "Good evening, Mr. Walton." Oh, and he on. goes, "My name is Bill." <laughs> and I go, "I heard it as I was walking up." I'm like, "I said, oh hey, Bill." The, I called him Bill. He's the king of your hotel. Yeah, he's the king. So I called him Bill. This guy calls him Mr. Walton. He goes, "My name is Bill." I nailed it first guess. Anyway, <laughs> the next day, <laughs> speaking of being a youth basketball coach and commissioner. One of my former Killer Whales basketball team was at the same hotel randomly. Coincidence. Coincidence. Get out of town. It was crazy. You did get out of town. I did. So I tell him, I go, Bill Walton's here. And he goes, what? Ah. He's a big Laker head. I go, well, his son was Luke Walton. Oh, my God. He's obsessed. Him and his father do fantasy sports, basketball. He looks at b-ball stats every single day. He's obsessed. He needs to meet bill walton i want to meet bill walton i go well he's staying right there in the same building as me in the room underneath me so there's like this putt putt area that the boys are golfing in they run over poolside or beachside where i am probably sipping a beer or some sort of frothy boat drink listening to margaritaville on repeat anyway they come up to me and go i think we saw bill walton i go oh well describe him he goes he was real real tall and he had silver hair and he was smoking a cigarette and I'm like, well, uh, I, he wouldn't smoke I a cigarette. Oh. oh, yeah, that was. Oh, yeah, that was Bill Walton. <laughs> Which is really great. Oh, that was Bill Clipcast Walton. fans is oh, that, that we Bill really Walton. had that realization at the same time. <laughs> oh yeah, that was Bill Walton. That was Bill Walton smoking <laughs> that cigarette. <laughs> but is it, is it legalized in Hawaii? I mean, if you're Bill Walton, you can smoke whatever you want. You just get there and say, I know the words. <laughs> roll it up, big man. <laughs> Throw it. Roll it up. Smoke it down, big man. Take your finger off the carb, That's big so man. Great. It was great. It was great. It was a great time. I guess the Maui. We attempted to interview him for the cast. I just you just want to let, you just want to be I on let vacation. celebrities let him do, do their, their thing. own thing, and I hope people pay me the same respect. I'm they big, do. Big they leave star. you alone. Big star. Anyway, it was the Maui Invitational. They invite a bunch of big Division One schools. Uh, Kansas Jayhawks were there. UCLA Bruins were there, among others. 
And I actually flew back on the plane to Los Angeles with the UCLA men's basketball team. Again, I left them alone. I'd interview them for the cast. Because if you're at in the press room, maybe I'll approach you. But honestly, I just want to talk to Clippers. Civilians. I just want to talk to Clippers. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then I, and I was also on vacation. But it was a great time. It was a great vacation. That's nice. And that was my Bill Walton story. I've got a couple more I'll tell you off the now, air. No, I was not on vacation except for the fact that we both live in a vacation live in destination. Paradise. Sure. So we Southern are California. always on vacation. Absolutely. I did take my kids to California Adventure, which was great. It's wonderful, isn't it? It's really great. So the Clippers have won 9 out of 10. We are about to get into a big road trip, which we will dissect and analyze after this interview with the big man, Fiondu Bengele who tells me the right way to pronounce his name. Who shot a perfect 100% tonight. Fee for three. Take a listen. All right, I'm here with Fee. You've been getting some big minutes for the Agua Caliente Clippers. How's that been going, man? Oh, it's been good. Just uh, It's a different kind of scenario compared to here. Just getting some reps, working on my game, just kind of playing the right way, just showing what I can do. Compare the L.A. Clippers mm-hmm. with the Agua Caliente Clippers mm-hmm. and the FSU Knowles. I mean, for one group has Kawhi, PG, Trez. Another group has myself, other guys. And my FSU squad... Oh, yeah, my, my, man, my man D-Walt. Shout out to James Mott. Oh, he's and next. I'm bringing him on the exactly. show. Exactly. So, but but just the, just the difference is just it's similar. Everyone kind of brings the same effort. You know, we kind of have the same goal in mind, playing the right way. But obviously the skill set and personnel is different. But overall, I loved every single group I was on. How's it been going for you and your old buddy, your old college teammate Terrence, man? Oh, uh, he's been doing great. Just seeing him play, uh, the way Doc uses him in the one, bringing the ball up, making plays off the dribble. Just, I, I love seeing that because he did that in college. It seemed to do in the NBA. It's dope to see. Absolutely. Mm-hmm, for sure. Buddy. That's your buddy you've uh, known since you were a teenager, my Yeah, mom. about 18. About That's 18. incredible. Yeah. When you're down there in Agua Caliente Clippers, same sets, same Yeah, same, I, I, Yeah, I love it there. Uh, everything we run, we run up here. So when I come back up top, you're ready. I'm ready. I know, right. I know what kind of plays we're going to run, the kind of defensive schemes and stuff. The terminology are the same. And Coach B and everyone down there does a great job of keep me, making sure I'm ready. And the looks that I get uh, down there is the same looks that I would get in the game, so it's nothing too crazy. I'm sure you've heard a lot of pronunciations of your name. Mm-hmm. Can I hear you pronounce it? Uh, it's Fiondu Cabangeli. All right, Fiondu Cabangeli. Cabangeli. And where are you from? Uh, born in Canada, but my family from Congo. So you don't celebrate Thanksgiving? Uh, we celebrate different days, but I'll, I'll eat both the turkeys. I ain't tripping. Okay, yeah. how was your Thanksgiving? It was good. Uh, I was in Stockton for a road game against uh, the Kings. And uh, me, me and the team had a little dinner at a restaurant, you know, chatted it up. Probably what we're thankful for. So I appreciate all of that. It's dope. Nice. Well, hey, uh, congrats on getting all these big minutes. Congrats mm-hmm. on your, you know, your play. Mm-hmm. And the future is bright for you, young man. Thank you so much. All right, cheers. Appreciate okay, it. so here's the thing, Clippers fans. Uh, I was willing to let it go at the end of Pat Flicks and Chill mm-hmm. when you Great said bit. cheers. At the end of the interview. That's how but cosmopolitan now, people. Oh say my goodbye. gosh, it's not true. I'm so frustrated Worldly. right now. I'm going to throw a Clippervention on you right now. Worldly people. An intervention for a Clippers fan, a Clippersvention. I'm very well traveled. I hate when non British people say cheers at the end of a conversation. When I'm, an ang- I'm an You're Anglophile. not British. I'm an Anglophile. You're not British. You should be. Oh, you're cracker ass white, but you are not 
British, and I don't appreciate you saying cheers. It's I like it. You know, you went through a little phase where you'd say no worries, like you were some Australian person I never as well. Did that. You I did. Know I did. No worries. Not. No worries, mate. No, I never you did. You would that. say that no worries, I did mate. Not. You'd be like, good eye, mate. Yeah, I wouldn't. I oh, then why do you say cheers? Because it's it is cool. gross. No, cheers. it's not cool. Yes, it is. Clippers it's cool fans, when they do it. Clippers they fans. They say it for everything. They say it more than Smurfs. They do. Say Smurf. They do. Cheers. Smurfs. You're not I, a Smurf. I've, I'm trying you're, to acclimate it. It's gross. You just told me I'm not a Smurf on my show. It's gross. <laughs> Our show, you jerk. It is gross when Americans you can go say smurf cheers. Smurf yourself. Uh, right up your Smurf hole. Oh, uh, cheers, buddy. No worries. <laughs> Why don't you cheers yourself? No worries. Right up your no cheers worries, hole. No worries, mate. No worries, mate. It's how worldly people sign off. Cheers. No, they don't. Yes, it is. No, they don't. They say goodbye and I thank you. I don't think the only way we it's can gross. say cheers is talking about an old sitcom or clinking glasses. Excuse me. That is. Those are not the only ways you can say cheers. You can never say cheers. I hate it. I hate <laughs> I when it. Americans I'll never say not cheers. Say. It's my tutu. Cheers. I hate when you tutu. Toot toot. Cheers. I want to. Don't. Cheers. Don't. The fans deserve better than to hear us yelling toot toot and cheers at each other. I remember when TV Guide was very small and in the back they had the cheers and jeers. I always enjoyed it. I that I like. I didn't care for the jeers. I, I enjoyed the, the cheers. I like the cheers. Yeah, you like the toot toot. I don't care for the cheers. Well, I cheers the toot toot. I don't want to hear an American say cheers to me. And I will say this. The next time that in a regular conversation an American says to me, cheers, I'm going to slap them across the mutt. <laughs> the butt? Right across the mutt. The mutt. Why wouldn't you just say face? Oh, that's just what I'm all about. <laughs> Call it the mutt. All right, so Clippers are about to hit the road and say cheers to oh, Los Angeles. they're not going to England. It's not the NFL trying to prove that they can play in another continent. <laughs> they did play in, in Vancouver, and which is a different country. They're idiots. The NFL playing in England. Get Clippers, out of town. They, they do. Did get out of they town. Out I said town. that earlier. All right, the Clippers hit the road for two weeks. We won't be back clipcasting after a live home game for another two Weeks, but maybe we should we will annihilate after game or something. Well, I mean, look, we're going on a road trip. It just makes sense for us to wake Sam Tripoli out of his esophagus, <gasps> a sarcophagus. I want to cast with Sam Tripoli. You his know, I'm a huge fan. Sarcophagus. He's the best. I'm a huge fan of so Sam. I, I think we'll try to get a trip cast going at the very least. And otherwise, I'll drive up to Burbank and we'll do something in your guest house in the Vivid Seats studio of Burbank. Whoop whoop. But we need to talk about this road trip. One, two, three, four, five, six games okay brutal six games at milwaukee friday night big game big statement game milwaukee is the best team in the nba we win that and they, like literally just give us the ring just hang up the banner in inglewood then at washington gimme game got him first night of a back-to-back monday at indiana big return to indiana for paul george yes He'll he have did a big OKC a couple have a big game. seasons, but that's the Indiana's the team that made him. That's a back-to-back. Which one does Kawhi sit? Indiana's winning, Washington's losing. You gotta sit Kawhi Sunday, right? You gotta sit Kawhi Sunday and bring him to Indiana, right? You gotta. Yeah, you got him. You don't play him versus Washington. Then Wednesday the eleventh. I mean, a giant game at Toronto. We'll probably have to trip cast after that. It at least, it at least that is a game that does not have, it's not a part of a back-to-back, but you have to keep in mind here, we play six, out of nine nights, we play six games. The back, Two of them are back-to-backs. The back, the back half of this run is three games in four nights. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, now, finally the L we get, we get well versus 
Chicago at the end of the whole trip, so that's nice. A back-to-back at Minnesota, it's pre- it's, winning basketball it's, team. It's pretty easy to I see. I believe, just barely. It's and pretty, then a gimme game Chicago. It's pretty easy to see that we play, that Paul George and, well, Paul George is not load managing, but Kawhi will play versus Indiana and versus Minnesota. Minnesota, right? For sure. For sure, for sure. And he'll play during Toronto. Play, I don't know that he plays at Minnesota. You think he's going to play versus Chicago? I, I, you think he'll play versus the Bulls, the Stinktown right. Butts? And Mello just single-handedly played player of the week and beat him twice. Of the two. The, right. The right. more, the more. No, the one that makes sense is, is my yes. birthday game. The 13th is my Friday birthday. The 13th. He'll play on my birthday. Friday the 13th. My birthday. It's a big old road trip. Six games on the road. Hank Stradamus, look in your crystal ball. You gotta feel good if you're four and two. Now listen, you know that I better. I am the like be a realist type guy when I make these calls. And uh-huh. it would be very easy for me to say we go four and two on this road trip. Yes. I think we go five and one. What? I really do. Really? Yeah. I think that we come out strong against Milwaukee, and I think that maybe Indiana or Toronto is a is a game that we could drop. Okay. Uh, but I think two back to back. I think we could go five and one on this on this road trip. I think we I think we, we easily now look if I was betting money, I'd say four and two. I got the place. I got the app for I you. would bet four and two if I was going uh overtime ish. If I was going mybookie.ag, yeah. I'd go four and two. But truthfully, I think we could go five and one. I really do. I think we're on a roll right now. I think we're looking really good. One nine oh, out of ten. Let, let me put a caveat on it. Please do. Uh I really I I like us so much better with Jermichael. I, I, hope, Mike. I, I hope that he gets healthy. We need him to get healthy. If he's healthy, we, I, I don't really know what his status update is, how long yeah, he's he going got, to be he out. He just got hurt last game. It's a contusion game, on, his buns, on his buns bone, right? Is that what the doctors call it? Coccyx? I don't understand. Like tailbone. Tailbone? He hurt his tailbone? Don't say coccyx. Nobody wants to hear that. It's disgusting. <laughs> yes, Hank. <laughs> Filthy pig. Cheers. Uh, I No! <laughs> Dude, dude. Uh, it, I was we, so worried I was about to get hit on my mutt. Whatever so, the hell so, that is. so let me, uh, let me, let me qualify. I think we go four and two, but if Green is back and healthy, we go five and one. That's my call. I would love that because we are three and five on the road. We have played the fewest road games in the NBA. So here we go: six road games, two back to backs. One of those is a three and four. We nights. could easily go three and three on this road trip. You know that. I of course know that, and I don't want to do that. Because I don't think we will. Then we're six and eight on the road. We got to get right on the road. We got to be a winning basketball team on the road. In order to do that, we got to go four and two. We typically do pretty well on the road. I think we're. Gonna if do we five. do your five and one, we're a winning road team. If we do four and two, which again I, I'll feel good about. If we do four and two, we'll be. Seven and seven on the you road. Wouldn't when it's all mi- said you and wouldn't be you wouldn't be miserable if we split a road trip like that with six games and nine nights. You wouldn't be miserable. No, but potentially and four of them are versus winning basketball. We, teams. we really are better with Jericho. Washington and them. Chicago are bums. Those are guaranteed W's. Yes, they're trap games, but we're gonna win versus those jerks. I just like us versus Indiana and Toronto. So those are four because you know Kawhi's gonna bring it. Uh, Toronto's, Toronto Toronto's undefeated. And, at Toronto home. gave yes. us fits and starts, buddy. They they played nice against us last time. So, who won? I can't remember. Oh, the good guys. We did. Sure, yeah. And here's another thing: Kawhi's Toronto Raptors swept the Golden State Warriors when they played them in regular season, two and zero, which helped give them home court advantage in the finals. So I just think Kawhi, who saved a lot of gas last night in his tank, oh, he really did. I, he wasn't playing 
at full speed. He really wasn't. He was just sleepy von Sleeperton. So good. S- Accurate. Well, the two games ago, he brought it. He didn't have to bring it last night, is what my what I'm saying. But look at this, Hank. Milwaukee nine and one at home. Oh, Toronto lost at home nine and one. All and, right? I, and I have to say, by the way, I mean, Kawhi actually wasn't accurate. He actually only scored like there are three. 10, what do you score? Ten points. 11 there are points? three undefeated Eastern Conference home basketball teams: Miami Heat, Boston Celtics, and Philadelphia 76ers. We're not playing any of them. We're playing at Milwaukee. We're playing at Toronto. They've lost at home. Let's win there. We're playing at Indiana. They've lost a couple times at home. Let's win there. And then Chicago is a garbage factory. Isn't it a dumpster fire? Isn't it a great luxury that Kawhi can go three for 15 and we still win big like we won tonight because we don't just have one. We never even had one star before this season. We basically have four. Okay, so listen to this. We basically have Minnesota Timberwolves. The Minnesota Timberwolves. Our winning basketball team, one game over 500 at 10 and 9. What would you guess their home record is if they're 10 and 9? What would you guess their home record is? I would guess their home record is 6 and 3? 3 and 7. <laughs> they win on the road and they can't win at home. That's good for us. There you go. 4 and 2 at least. 3 and 7. That's what a bummer for the home fans. You said 5 and 1? 5 and 1 was your prediction, Hank. Yeah, I mean. I like f- it. Five, I like it. 5 and 1 with J. Mike, 4 and 2 without him. Well, listen, I missed you on last cast, and I appreciate Forbes Bod, Farbod, who calls us our Dads. hoops dad. He calls us hoops dads. Hoops dads, that's nice, because we're old. He, he filled in for you. Because but he's a child. Did you listen to that show? Yes. I, I literally, we won versus the Celtics in you overtime. Had no voice. I, I couldn't speak. And then the next morning, I flew to Hawaii and could barely, I couldn't, I could barely say aloha or cheers to the flight attendants as I left oh, the plane. Gross. You didn't fly to London, you turd bird. I could barely toot my own horn. I had no, I had no pipes. Toot, 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 toot. <laughs> uh. Anyway, look, we got a big roadie. You and I will get together and clipcast next week at some point yeah. in the middle of it. We'll try to again wake Sam Tripoli. You know he's one of these tinfoil hat conspiracy theorists. I'm crazy about him. He's the best. The last time he was on the show. He just screamed at the top of his lungs. It's going to be a rate, hot garbage. It'll be a rated R, rated X podcast. He's filthy. I'm not. I can't bleep him. I'm just going to leave it in. We should maybe. <laughs> we should. I'm just going to leave the bleeps. We in. just put a warning. Like I listen to our show because I always try to. I try, maybe I, we should do it Saturday I night. I publish it and then proof listen to it. Whatever. Five p.m. Clippers Bulls. Maybe we should do it that we Saturday night. We had some night. sort of adult website commercial, Hank. I know. I know we did. So Adam maybe and Eve. we need a couple of cusp. Blue bombs. Oh, careful, buddy. I felt like you were about to swear. <laughs> I won't do it. Good to see your curses. I'm going to leave them. Well, it's going to be special when Tripoli comes on and unleashes butts. <laughs> A-P-P. Oh, don't! Uh, that'd be don't. great to have him on. That'd be great to have him on. Uh, it was so great to be back. Yeah, I'm, I'm so excited about this weeks, road trip. Two this weeks is a without statement a game. road trip. December is a statement month for us. Um, we need to come on strong and show uh, everybody what's up, but... You know, what's really beautiful is that Kawhi can have the kind of shooting night he had tonight, and we still win by a bunch. Absolutely. Whenever we have at least four guys in double digits, we always win. Tip of your cap to the four horsemen, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Montrez Harrell, and sweet Lou Williams, who, by the way, if you're a local L.A. person or if you live in Hawaii and you get that Fox Sports Prime ticket, you got to watch 
Lou Williams before the Bigs or whatever it's called. It is great. I'll I tune it. in this week. And also, um, Clippers Weekly, I believe it's called, does amazing NFL film style recaps of the game that all you on have to watch. All on Fox Sports Prime Ticket. Prime Ticket. So shout out to Clippers Weekly. Absolutely, you gotta watch it. You Clippers gotta strongly, watch it. I would call it. Oh, absolutely. They're they're the players of the week when it comes to cable broadcasting. Anyway. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm dizzy. I'm excited. We've won 9 out of 10. We have won so much at home. We have won so much at home. Last time we went at home, I don't think I got into this. Like I said, I was, I'm was i a numbers guy. It was 12-1, December 1st. We won the game and went 12-1. and one. Oh, you like well, that. Well, here we are last night for game number 22. Here it comes, your favorite number, 13 Mm-hmm. And one, we got it. It's the best Buddy, home you, start you ever. You love numbers so much. I feel like you're one rough nap away from becoming a conspiracy theorist yourself. Like you love numbers. Yeah. Like I you, do. you're really one rough nap away from an episode of Lost. <laughs> like like living it. Really, like living just it like out? living it and yelling out numbers. And there's a polar bear in the hatch. Now, normally, I sound the horn at the end of the show, but because oh. I'm so worldly. I'd like to end the show by saying toot toot. <laughs> I won't say the word because I don't want you to hit me in the mutt. I know, I, would. I know you would I'd slap you in the mutt. I'm bro. not saying it. I'm not saying it. I don't want to get hit. Hey. Pat Flicks and chill.